Hey, you, Pelicans fan, or just NBA fan in general, I have a question for y'all. Is Zion Williamson or Brandon Ingram the Pelicans' best player? I'll lay out the case for both and give you my answer. And could anyone else maybe make a claim to be that number one guy? Let's talk about it in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked on Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Wednesday. Remember, we are three days a week right now, Monday. Wednesday and Friday, but Friday's show is actually a live show Thursday, so if you want to join in tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central, we're going to be live on the Locked On Pelicans YouTube channel, doing a live mailbag, answering your questions, talking about the topics that you want to hear, and I have a feeling we might be talking about today's show in there. Who do you think is the Pelicans' best player, Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson or, or someone else? And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're normally here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about the team. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts available on YouTube as well. Tell a friend about the show. Tell your friends and family about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment wherever you get your podcasts. You can do that on Spotify now too. And the number one thing you can do to help grow Locked On Pelicans and spread the word about how awesome this team is going to be next year. Because we have a a tough decision, don't we? Zion or Brandon Ingram, oh my God, the first world problems that come with having to choose between two all-star players, right? Number one thing you can do, leave a comment down below on YouTube. Tell me, who do you think is the best player? Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson? someone else. Number one thing though you can do to help the show. So comment on YouTube every single day when we have a show and join me for the live show tomorrow. So the why why am I asking this question? One, I think it's a, an interesting question. I've actually asked a lot of people this question uh, recently and I got asked this question by our, our fellow show Locked On Mavericks asked me this because they were doing tiers of players to kind of see where their best player Luka Doncic stacked up against them. So they were going to take the best player on every team and kind of rank them according to tiers. So not like one through 30, but put them into tiers. And that's kind of where guys go. And they have Luka Doncic as their best player. So it was to kind of see where their best player kind of stacks up in terms of tiers and rankings against opponent teams, best players. So I'm going to steal that idea because it's really good. But first, we actually need to determine who the Pelicans best player is. Is it Brandon Ingram? Is it Zion Williamson? Because they asked me that and I... I had to think about it for a minute. And I have one guy that I do think it is. So let's look at the case for both of them. So let's start with the one who played last year, Brandon Ingram. B.I. is good. Like, B.I. is really freaking good, right? Like, we, we can say that. We feel really confident in the skills of this guy. And he's the leader of a t- the team, right? He was the guy that was here last year, playing 55 games, helping them get into the postseason where he did exceptionally well. In his first postseason experience, 27 points per game, right? He was excellent. 
And he's been so consistent the past three years in a variety of different roles for New Orleans. First year here, 23.8 points per game. Second year, you all have heard me say this before, 23.8 points per game. Third year, last year, no Zion, uh, CJ for only a handful of games, 22.7 points per game. My girlfriend just texted me hearing me do this show and goes, it's Herb, duh. A little Alabama blood there. Um, maybe it's Herb, but it's probably not Herb. So Brandon Ingram is ex like an exceptional player, and he does it just so consistently. And again, the fact that he can do this in a variety of different roles, I think, is important. First year, didn't have Zion for half the year. Made an all-star game one most improved. Second year, with Zion taking on a different kind of role, the exact same type of stats. Third year, when everyone just keyed in on him for three quarters of the season because there was literally no help for him, or not enough help for him, he still did exceptionally well and didn't even drop one point per game. Some of his numbers dropped in terms of shooting percentage and all of that, but he made that up in the playoffs, right? Like, he had a bad three-point shooting season last year, 20, uh, 32.7%. He was fine in the play in the postseason, 40.7, 41%, right? And he was definitely more committed defensively than we've ever seen him before. He had the best defensive season of his career to the point where he was about average. It's pretty good, actually. And then he was also kind of the point guard, right? 5.6 assists per game. That number has steadily grown his time here in New Orleans. That was a career high by a good bit last season. Whatever you need him to do, he can do. You need him to score at the rim, he can score at the rim. Take the mid-range, he can score in mid-range. Shoot from three, not a problem, particularly when you see that three-point percentage he had in the playoffs against a good defensive team in the Phoenix Suns. He can go out and he can score. So just getting to average on defense, that is a real significant step for him in elevating the way we look at him as a player. And then being the leader of the team, creating for others. I love that. I love that. This is a team that doesn't have a point guard. And now they can run B.I. at that for a good bit. Sign me up for that. I say that phrase a lot, but sign me up for more of that. That's how good he has been for this team. He is consistent. He's done it over time, right? Like there's a large enough sample size that you go, okay, you know what you're going to get from Brandon Ingram this season. Is there any doubt about that, that he's going to average between 22 and 24 points per game? That he'll shoot probably 38% from three, that'll probably give you at least five assists per game and about six rebounds. I don't doubt that at all. And now he's going to be good enough on defense. Those are all-star level numbers with a bit of a two-way impact at that position. And now he's assisting more. Yeah, he's an amazing player. He could have had a claim, though he didn't really this past year for all NBA, for the All-Star game last year, if it wasn't for the Andrew Wiggins and the K-pop stuff that all came with that. Look that up if you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about. He's excellent. Like he is just excellent, right? And he's just, there's no drama around him, which is something you've got to love too. Just wants to go out and hoop and play basketball. This is what he loves doing. Brandon Ingram, that's his case for being the top player. Look at his body of work, right? Go to basketball dash reference and just look what he's done over the past three seasons in New Orleans. It is just as solid as it gets. And there's something to be said for just being like a good, a freaking good basketball player. And that's what Brandon Ingram is. But could Zion be considered the better player? 
Or does BI take it because of kind of, as I said, the three seasons, the whole body of work here? Let's look at Zion coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. So find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. You want to get in on the Kevin Durant news? He's now meeting with the Brooklyn Nets this week. Is he going to be traded? Is he not? You want to get in on where his next team could be? Pelicans, not Pelicans, you can do it over at betonline.net. And you can find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf, which has been in the news a lot recently. And BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They got you covered. So head to their website today. You can even do it on your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today over at betonline.net. Bet online where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday, Wednesday, live Thursday night for the Friday show. Even in the deep off season, giving you the topics you want to hear about, the, the, the coverage you want to hear, and answering your questions in the live show. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. Number one thing you can do, comment on YouTube. Comment, comment, comment. Comment twice if you feel like it. That's okay. It only takes a couple of seconds to do. Supports the show, helps the growth of the show, helps keep this free for y'all as well. All right. So we are talking, who is the best Pelicans player? Like, who is it? Is it Brandon Ingram? Is it Zion Williamson? And I just gave you why it was B.I. Now for Zion. Zion's a bigger unknown than Brandon Ingram is. He doesn't have the same sample size, body of work, right? When we'll, we'll do an advanced stats uh, show where I kind of go into some of the statistics that I really like to use that I'll reference throughout the season for all you who've joined me and don't know what those are. We're going to do an episode on that. But Zion, you know, has only got a sample size of 85 games. Brandon Ingram as a New Orleans Pelican has a sample size of 178 games. There's a big difference there, right? You trust B.I. a little bit more maybe than you trust Zion. But here's the thing. When Zion has been on the court, this dude has been just as electric and sensational, transformational. I'm forgetting the word I want to use, and that's fine. He's been that good. Generational, that's probably the word I wanted. Last se- Not this past season, the season before now, two years ago, when his, his sophomore year, second year in the league, 61 games, very healthy throughout the year. They only shut him down because he broke a finger on a fluke kind of rebounding thing, right? He averaged 27 points per game. He shot from the field 61%. He got to the free throw line 8.7 times per game, making 70% of those. Not an elite number, not a bad number. He grabbed 7.2 rebounds, including almost three offensive rebounds per game. And he dished out 3.7 assists. When he played that year, he was as good as anyone in the league. He did stuff you don't see. Every comp you have for how he played was similar to Hall of Fame level guys. He was that good. And when you really start to look at when they unleashed him as point Zion, his assists per game were closer to four and a half, five than the 3.7 that he averaged. 
So when you kind of look at the meat of his season, when did he start to get good? When did he start to kind of do the Zion things? The numbers were ex- like significantly better. Dude was just a beast and no one had an answer for him. Because this is a guy that shot 71% at the rim. 71% at the rim. Sorry, 70.1% at the rim. I apologize. I was wrong there. And he takes 70% of his shots there. You know how efficient that is? How unbelievably efficient that is? That 70% is the equivalent of like a 44, 45% shooter from three. So this is why I say a lot when it comes to Zion, how important he is and how much of a focal point he is. And there's a a phrase called court gravity. And this is just kind of like, how do you think of like if you were to put, you know, like a black hole, a singularity out there on the court, right? Everything kind of just gravitates towards it, right? Because that's what singularities do. They kind of suck everything in. Think of Zion as like a black hole, but in a good way, sucking in defenders, Oh, that was a terrible analogy. I know. I'm sorry. But that's what he does, right? They have court gravity to them, right? Like heavier object in space, bigger object. Uh, these are terrible analogies. You get what I'm trying to say, right? You put him on the court because he's so good because he can score at the rim with ease. You have to put two defenders around him. Or if you only have one defender on him, you have at least one help defender cheating off of his defensive assignment to be closer to Zion to try and help, right? Like that's what I mean by court gravity and why that's so important. That means you're creating space for other people. And that means that you can't really space the court for him because he's such a big focal point. Go back to even his first game in the league, right? When he scored four straight threes against the San Antonio Spurs and none of us were expecting that at all. But he had to take threes because these Spurs were not going to let that dude get inside in the slightest. In the slightest. The entire game plan was built around stopping Zion Williamson. You don't need to do the exact same thing against B.I. And that's not a knock on Brandon Ingram. That just tells you how special Zion Williamson is and how efficient he can score at the rim. The way you kind of stack rank shots in terms of efficiency is free throw is the number one most efficient shot you can take in the league. Number two is shots at the rim, basically like putback dunks or anything within like a foot of the rim. Any shot attempt there, whether it's a putback, whether it's a layup, anything like that, it's the most efi- second most efficient shot. Third is the three-point shot then at that point, particularly the corner three. That players tend to make it a higher percentage than an above-the-break three. Well, Zion kind of means you have to key in on that guy so much to try and stop him from scoring at the rim. And then if you don't and you foul him and he goes to the line, he's taking the number one most efficient shot nine times a game which then gets the team into the bonus sooner, right? So when you look at his overall effect on the court and that court gravity that he has and that role that he plays, easy, easy way to claim that he's the best player, right? 27 points per game, 70% at the rim, 7.2 rebounds, let's call it four and a half assists in the point Zion era. I mean, the numbers are bonkers, That was his second year in the league. Dude wasn't even 21 years old then. He was 20 years old doing things that only NBA Hall of Famers do. And here's the thing. Actually, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for the next segment. Now, I'll tell you right now. Here's the thing. He's going to be more motivated this year than he's ever been before. He's going to be more motivated than he was in that 20-year-old season. Does that set him over Brandon Ingram for me, though? 
I'll explain coming up here next in today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans and if there's anyone else that could kind of creep into this discussion. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team three days a week right now with a live show every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central. I'm excited to be here answering your questions. Those are fun. I hope you come and hang out. We have a good time there. Do the show. And yeah, it's a great way just to kind of talk some hoops during the season. I love it, and I'll hope you join me. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show. Subscribe on YouTube as well, and comment, comment, comment on YouTube. So we're looking at who the Pelicans' best player is. I've given you kind of the reasons for Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. And I don't think there's a wrong answer here. But I'll tell you, I think it's Zion Williamson. I get the body of work for Brandon Ingram. And this is not a knock on Brandon Ingram, right? Like, he's done it more. He's absolutely more consistent. I trust him more than I trust Zion. But Zion's ceiling is so freaking high that I look at the things that he does that no one else can do in the league and I have to give it to him. And I have to give it to him because he's got extra motivation. And I think that's the real big thing. I, you've heard me say this a lot, right? We're seeing Zion Williamson 2.0. Zion Williamson 2.0. So first and foremost, with the extension he signed, there's the Rose Rule clauses in there. If he makes All-NBA, wins MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, but that ain't happening... He can get an extra $40 million. Y'all want to know how good this show would be if I had extra $40 million on the line? We wouldn't be dropping to three days a week in the offseason. The audio quality, which I think is good, I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to make it work. I'll soundproof this room and everything. I would do everything to make the show that good, right? Zion's going to be that motivated. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money on the table. The other thing is he's clearly trying to kind of change the narrative around him. He let that get out of control by not talking to the media and frankly doing some things wrong. But he seems to have kind of gotten, it seems to have gotten through to him what it takes to be a pro and be an excellent pro, right? CJ McCollum in that, that comment he had during the All-Star break about Zion not reaching out to him, Zion didn't love that. That woke him up a little bit. Some of the things even that I had said about Zion, which by the way, maybe strategic leaks from, you know, the team, something like that, that stuff happens. And... You know, maybe that lit a fire under him that he didn't like that people thought he was lazy or overweight, right? Or didn't care or that when some of the negative things that have happened come out about him, it's a way to kind of get a guy to change because there's more accountability through the media for that. He seems to have kind of realized that and didn't like that people were writing him off, that the that negative narrative around him. He's using that as motivation. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing that that's gotten through to him with that, right? He's got the personal chef. He's got the personal trainer. He looks better than he ever has before. He seems really bought in and enjoying everything with the Pelicans and the team, staying around New Orleans more than he ever has before. Checking off all the boxes. You're going to tell me he scored 27 points per game his second year and didn't have all of that put together, maybe some of it, but not all of it? it means he's going to be better. He's going to be better than that? It's like winning the lottery, right? Like that's like winning the lottery. If you're a Pelicans fan, that dude's going to get to play for your team. You're going to get to root for him. And he's going to come in with that kind of motivation and being more of the consummate professional than he's ever been. Yeah, I'm going to give the, the best player in the team to Zion Williamson based on that potential alone. But Brandon Ingram's close. Brandon Ingram's close. Don't get me wrong on that. It's not a knock on him whatsoever. What about CJ, by the way? Could he be considered the best player on the team? He had a really good run for New Orleans. 26 games, averaged 24.3 points per game. Shot 40% from three on seven attempts. 
And then all the other stuff that he brings, the locker room stuff, right? The professionalism, all of that. He's third behind those two guys. But look, you can make a claim for that into in a certain degree. And then there's Herb, who really helped turn things around and is just one of our most favorite loved players. That's pretty cool, too. But I think it's Zion Williamson. Do you think it's Brandon Ingram? Do you think it's someone else? Do you agree with me? Disagree? Let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. And I'm sure we'll do some live stuff with this on the show tomorrow night. But that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. I'll be back with you all tomorrow for the live show Thursday, 6 p.m. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll see you all then.